Hello and welcome to Max Preps Podcast, Episode 2. Good day and welcome to MaxPreps.com, America's source for high school sports. And this is our Max Preps Podcast where we just talk about topics around high school sports because we are Max Preps and that's what we do. Today on this here podcast, we are going to be talking about protecting the game. It's a series that we've been releasing on big topics around high school sports and really protecting high school sports and the entity that we really feel is the backbone of America. So today's topic is, do I go or do I stay? It's about staying home and playing for a state championship, the importance around it for your community, yourself, and really does it bring value to you or not? Um, In order for us to really talk about this topic, we gotta bring in two people. The first person is the one that wrote the article on maxpreps.com. It's Joe Davidson. He's a staff writer for the Sacramento Bee, 30 years of experience, and no one better to talk about this subject than him. The other one is Jordan Divens. He's Max Preps' national basketball editor, and he has a national perspective of how this is affecting basketball and the trajectory it's taking it. All right, we are joined here by not only one guest, but two guests. We have Jordan Divens. He is our national basketball editor here at Max Preps. He's actually in North Carolina right now, so we got our East Coast representative, and then we got the legend, the solid man, <laughs> Sackby staff writer, Joe Davidson. And he's actually based out of Sacramento, California, which is the West Coast. So we got West Coast, East Coast, and the best coast. So I'll say that's me, right? That's what we'll say. Well, today on this podcast, on this show, we're talking about the topic um, that Joe Davidson covered in his latest article, which is protecting the game and the joys of just staying at your hometown, uh, playing for your home school, and, and having the joys of playing for a state championship or winning a state championship. Um, so in this episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about that because there's a lot of people out there that are not staying, they're getting pulled by prep schools or private school, wherever it is, and they're going and playing. Um, and we're just going to try to touch on the subject of how great it is just to stay at your school for four years and the joys that could come from that. So I'm going to first let uh, Joe D, Joe Davidson, take it over and uh, kind of just talk a little bit about this subject and, and an opinion you might have. Uh, <clears throat> well, you know, it's interesting because why are we talking about things like this? Well, because high school sports are a big business now, and high school basketball with big-time recruits and big-time teams make news. And these are the programs that feed into the college programs. Um, and March Madness is, is here with uh, the college basketball tournaments. And so it is big business. And a big-time player can impact a team, whether he stays put or he transfers, whether it's the gate receipts, you know, places get sold out because of a player. Uh, there's a lot of revenue. There's a lot of interest. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think we're all on the same opinion that, um, you know, staying at your own school is a great thing. You know, it's a once-in-a-lifetime memory. And a lot of these guys in the story that we talk, um, <clears throat> that we wrote about and what we'll talk about today is they talk about loyalty and legacy. They wanted to stick, stay put. And we applaud that. And yeah. uh, having been covering high school sports uh, for 30 years now, you see a lot of people coming and going. And, and the word transfer has a, a bad connotation, uh, whether it's fair or not. But, oh, geez, we won a championship without transfers. You know, <laughs> geez, they won a championship because of transfers. So it, it gets thrown around like that. 
It also happens in college basketball where a lot of first-year players will transfer. So people have the right, which is just fine, to bounce yeah. around and go. Um, you, you hope it's not in the high school realm, it's tied to athletics. But come on, we're not naive. We know that people bounce around because of athletic advantages or so forth. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but we do know this. If you're a good player and you have good film, good film um, to show, with technology you can, if you had good transcripts, good grades, you're going to go somewhere. Uh, any notion that you have to go to a frontline school to be recruited is ridiculous. And um, college recruiters, I've talked to them for many years. I know Jordan has too. They don't care about stats. They don't care about strength of schedule. They don't care. They just want show me some video clips and let me see your transcripts. And then, then we'll whether that's football, track and field, swimming, or, or basketball. So uh, my my point, my stance is, you know, if, if you can stay at your school, stay at your school because the rewards of just being in a championship chase is what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. How about yourself, Jordan? Yeah, and I think uh, another thing that goes unmentioned sometimes is how much the teammates benefit from it. Um, a lot of times there can be some seniors on the team that might not have any offers going into the season, but because of the national schedule that the top name recruit has brought upon the team and because of all the events they're traveling to they might play uh, a basketball academy like an Oak Hill or a Montverde and one of these guys might have 25 points on ESPNU or CBS Sports Network or you know one of these national yeah. television stations and how many college coaches are probably watching these games so I think there's a lot of uh, benefits to your teammates and also I mean I think that it really benefits the kids to stay at the same school because there's just <clears throat> Nothing, you're never going to win another state title in your life. It's a once yeah. in a lifetime thing. It's kind of like in the NCAA, you know, these kids talk about winning the NCAA for one year just to win that tournament. And I think that same thing happens in high school basketball. We want to come back one more year because we know we're going to win that state title and we don't want to jump ship and transfer to another school. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. And sometimes it can be a great opportunity for kids, but there's definitely benefit to staying at your hometown, being the big man on campus and you know growing up with your teammates and giving them more opportunities yeah. as well yeah so uh one of the quotes i always like to hear is you know what what good is it to be a vip if uh your friends can't join you you know like you can sit exactly. in the vip booth but if your friends aren't there with you you're just by yourself and, and it's not as much fun so you always want to bring your friends around and and along but go on joe sorry for interrupting yeah, um the and I know Jordan will agree with this when kids transfer a lot and sometimes we see high school kids who transfer four times in four years that's a red flag for recruiters right they, they right. don't want somebody who's bouncing around like there's something right. wrong with that you know they, they're not coaches loyalty or they're they're exactly there's yeah. uh, all those var var variables and the other thing about staying loyal and creating their own uh, legacy as the players in the story like to talk about is uh, you know people are watching People are watching all across the country. Uh, towns, towns are watching. Alumni are watching. Media is watching, and a reputation is a big thing. And yeah. you know, these guys value a reputation and loyalty. When you think of loyalty, that's that's got reputation dripping all over. Good reputation. Yeah, of course. I mean, at the end of the day, brands go behind reputation a lot of the times. Um, we speak a lot about perception and perception being reality. And if you're able to create that perception of loyalty. Uh, a lot of brands really, really actually like that. I mean, that's that's spoken about into the pros and everything else. It's like, oh, take this pay cut to create this. And people love that. The people love 
people that give up something in order to create something greater than just themselves. And, and that's some something that's commendable a lot of the times. Um, the landscape of high school basketball, though, is different nowadays. Now, we have an opinion on, hey, in general, what we hope everyone does is stay four years, you know, or three years, however it is if they reclassify. We understand that there are are times when reclassification actually helps you get to the proper class that you were at and then you're able to go on and get to college and start making a living for yourself and in no ways would anybody ever want a kid not to benefit themselves and to have a better life that's not what i think any of us here are about Um, but the landscape of high school basketball is different uh speak on a little bit about the landscape right now that both of you guys are seeing that is different than maybe 10 years ago 15 years ago Jordan, why don't you go first on, on that one? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, for me, it hasn't been 10, 15 years. I haven't been covering it that long. I've been covering it probably six or seven years. But even in the last six or seven years, it's it's a huge difference. I mean, there's always been the academies. There's always been the Oak Hill academies of the world and the Montrose Christians of the world. There used to be. Uh, yeah. Now, the Montrose Christian, they've been replaced by other schools. They actually de-emphasized their basketball program. But there's been a ton of schools just sprouting up all over the country that are called these basketball academies or prep schools and it's becoming a really competitive business of who can get the best prep athletes or the best underclassmen to their schools so that they can win a national championship or yeah. some states it's just win a state title but um, I think it's becoming more and more of an arm race in high school basketball and not just college. The recruiting doesn't start in college anymore or your senior year. It starts your freshman year of high school when you have a big year and Oak Hill and Lalumere and Montvert are calling you and saying, hey, I think we have a spot for you. Why don't you come down to campus and check it out? So I think that it's definitely changed tremendously. Yeah. Well, and and what I've seen, and and I've been at Sacramento Bee for 30 years, um, the prep schools um, weren't around 30 years ago. And uh, if there were, there were very few of them. The IMG academies and all those uh, prolific preps are, are relatively new. And what I don't like about some of them is there's an arrogance about it. You know, like, well, we could really develop you here, you know, uh, and, and you need to come here to really up your yeah. game and we can do that. And that puts a lot of pressure on the kid and the parents who want the best for their kid, uh, including, you know, I've heard about some of these uh, discussions that happen and you're they're undermining the existing coach who's working with a kid and sometimes you'll uh and i just don't think that's always fair not all of them do that uh, i know some of the the coaches some of the people at prolific prep in napa and, and i think they their intent is is noble um but there's that that kind of factor and there's you know like we said earlier the, the high school basketball is bigger now than it's ever been you know yeah. they're televised in espn um the you know the mcdonald's all-american game is a big deal there's a big build-up and, and just to yeah. be nominated in those things and those showcases um there's a lot of um you know social media yeah. makes it well more pronounced I and mean, the whole rise of max preps max preps was created and grew under the whole foundation of hey high school sports is a great thing it's growing. and yeah and you know great. we'll have this um site where you could put in photos and and um video clips and stats and records yeah. and history and, and that that's that's all new but it also creates a, a big monster and it starts to roll roll and yeah and i think when we talk about protecting the game the last thing any of us purists want to <laughs> see is 
you know, the prep schools dominating overwhelmingly and the other schools are just kind of there. Um, yeah. And I think I think more, um, you know, it's a tough decision, um, you know, and, 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 and kids don't need to be overwhelmed any more than they are. If you're a blue blue chip guy, you know, OK, if you go to a prep school, you're going to give up your senior year at your existing school. You don't get yeah. it back. You don't nope. get it back. And, and every kid, I think, Jordan, we know so many kids we talk to. Hey, what do you want to do? in life i want to be an nba player i mean they always say yeah. that so that's a great ambitious goal the reality is very very few get that opportunity. very few yeah very few make it there and there's so many things that you're talking about you brought up so many great points and i have so many opinions on every single one of those points i mean at the end of the day the events that you're asking to go to um, you can be a really good team, but if you don't have that big ticket sale item, the big ticket, the Kevin Garnett, you know, the guy that's going to bring people through the door, uh, it, it might not matter to the event. ESPN might not put you on because you don't have a top 100 player, but you win the state championship, but they're not going to put you on. Or CBS Sports, you know, they need those storylines and the big names in order to sell against that. And we always know that the events. You can be a really good team and those others, but if you're a prep school and you can't even play against any schools in the state of California, that kind of sucks. And you can't play for a state championship and go through the roads of adversities and creating memories. All you're doing is, A, you're staying with your friends or your basketball teammates, so you have your basketball teammates all around you. You're not going to school, being social, having social events, dances. I know those are like little things, but it means a lot when you're just trying to grow up and you're just growing and you already, if you, we've shown it countless times, you know, um, you use all these different things, but yes, LeBron James did go to a, a Catholic school. We get it all four years. there at a Catholic school, but it hasn't hurt him at all. Zion Williamson went to Spartanburg day. Sure. It is a quote unquote private, not a prep or an Academy, but he went all his years there. And it doesn't seem to have have hurt him in any way. Uh, Nico Mannion, that's in the article as well, three years there, reclassified. So far, it doesn't look like it's hurt him. Uh, Joe Girard, that's in the article, four years at, his, at Glen Falls, doesn't look like it's hurt him. So at the end of the day, if you're good, our point is, is you could stay at your hometown, enjoy everything that's going on, and still be able to get recruited because of maybe being on an AAU team or maybe having great success with your high school team and putting up big numbers and just getting there, getting the opportunity to play with USA basketball at an early age. Um, and then already being on that radar and being on the right track to be successful and go towards that. So we really, I think what we're talking about here in this and uh, before I wrap things up is the overall feel is staying at a school four years to participate in a state championship and that run for a state championship is something that you can never have back and uh and we promote that kids will do that in order to not only help out their community bring joy to their friends and family um but you know in a lot of the cases you come through and you're a once in a generation talent they might not have that talent come through again and ever have that run and uh, how special would it be to be the person that has their jersey hanging up in the rafters of their high school and be able to say, yeah, that one state championship that we got was because when I was there and I averaged X amount and, and my buddies did it with me. So um, at the end of the day, I think, I think that just trumps all. And, and that's something that I love to see. But at the same time, I, I'm not I mad agree. at kids it making decisions. 
Exactly. And, and here's the thing. These players who stay at their school could really set a trend of being a role model. Hey, man, stay with the guys you started with. Start yeah. or finish with finish what you started. And let's go a little bit deeper, too. It, you know, we're talking about these blue-chip four-star, five-star recruits. Well, there are two-star recruits, one-star recruits getting recruited by Division Two or mid-majors or NAIA or something. Hey, same thing, man. You don't have to jump. Just, just do what you do. And, work hard you know beyond yeah. any beyond wins and losses be a good student because the recruiter will find out if you're not yep. and be a good citizen because if you're not a good citizen then everybody knows because of any bore stuff that they put on social media yeah. so um you know everybody's trying to do what they can do to, to further themselves sometimes just stay and put is the best call of action right there yeah and it doesn't Sometimes it it doesn't hurt to stay put. I think that's the fear. More times than not, people, it doesn't hurt. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. It, it doesn't hurt to stay where you're at. In a lot of cases, especially when you're you're good and you're putting in the work and you're doing what you can. Um, I know there are instances, and and we're gonna wrap up right now. There are instances in academics, though, Joe, where the kid has to go to a prep school or a fifth year in order to become academically eligible to go and play at the D1 level. And in that instance, again, we're not knocking the fact of making that decision or taking that route to better yourself. We're saying that if you have the opportunity, it doesn't hurt to stay at your home and go for a state championship. And, and we commend those that do it. Um, but we also know there are two sides. And we can talk about that all day. But I'm going to get you guys off. Um, and I'm going to say thank you to both you guys for joining me right here um, on protecting the game and, and talking about you know the joys of going for a state championship and stand in your hometown. So thank you guys for joining me. Now from Joe Davidson and Jordan Divins talking about it on a national perspective, we bring in an athlete that's actually lived through it. Joe Girard of Glen Falls High School in New York, 4,000 point score, and we need to have him join us right here to talk about the topic. So I am joined right now by Joe Girard. He is the first 4,000 point scorer in the history of New York basketball. And thanks for joining me today, Joe. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So you're out there in Glen Falls, New York. And uh, I want to ask you, because we just did an article on just the joys of staying home and playing for your hometown team. Um, can you tell us why you stayed at your school, Glen Falls, um, rather than transferring to an academy school or a prep school? Yeah. Uh, you know, the thing that I've been living by and, uh, you know, kind of my motto has been be different. And, uh, you know, a lot of the kids that I've, you know, played with in AAU, got to know in AAU, you know, went on a different path. They left their, the, you know, their local school, went off to, you know, a prep school or an academy. And, uh, you know, I wanted to be different. I wanted to, you know, show that you can, you know, get to the highest level and get to, you know, Division one level by a different way. And, uh, you know, my way was staying home. And, uh, you know, I didn't feel I needed to go, you know, across the country or something to go to a new school to, you know, improve my game. Uh, you know, I could do it here with the trainers that I've been working with my whole life. Uh, my dad and you know the, the the biggest thing i think was i didn't think it would feel right going to war you know with anybody else this year uh, i got a lot of family members here a lot of you know kids that i've grown up playing both sports with and uh you know i wanted to continue playing football and uh you know this was something that was huge for me is to you know win a state title in football with the you know guys that i grew up with and hopefully go for another one in basketball tomorrow that's so cool, man. At the end of the day, you said, hey, I want to play two sports. I want to be a multi-sport athlete. I just, 
I only get this time <clears throat> once in my life to play football and basketball, win yep. states, be with my friends. So commend you on that. We always want to support the two sport athletes, yeah, you know, and the multi sport athletes because yeah. you only got one time. You might never get to play football again at a competitive exactly. level. That's right. That's right. Um, another question was Can you describe what it is like representing? your hometown or your local school and to play or win for a state championship like what does that actually feel like yeah it's an it's an you know unbelievable feeling uh you know we i've won two two state titles now in football and uh you know it was the first time we ever won a state title in you know program history uh we haven't won one yet in basketball you know jimmer his group went to the states and uh unfortunately they lost so we're going tomorrow to you know for our first state title in program history uh, hopefully we can win it, and uh, you know it'd be an unbelievable feeling to win both the football state title and basketball state title in one year. Uh, you know, but it's just something that you—it's hard to explain until you really feel it. Uh, you know, just to represent your community. I know GF Nation's been behind us the—you know—my four years and five years here, uh, and it's something that's truly, like I said, unexplainable. But it's something that I really live for, and you know, love being a part of. Right? Um, can you describe? Maybe some of your favorite high school moments on and off the court. Like, do you have one yeah. that sticks out off the court and one that sticks out on it? Um, yeah, I mean, on on the court and on the field, obviously, it's you know, winning state titles in football so far. Uh, hopefully, to go for the basketball one tomorrow. Uh, and just for you know, individually, it's definitely been the you know, four thousand point, uh, and even just becoming New York State's all time winning scorer. That's something that you know, I'll remember forever. <clears throat> and uh, you know, winning Mister Basketball. You know, this year and then winning the Gatorade Player of the Year two years in a row is something you know I'll remember forever. And you always have my trophy room, so that's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, you know, something off the court. Uh, you know, my parents have you know put academics on me pretty hard, and uh, you know becoming part of the National Honor Society and you know scholar athlete for both football and basketball this year was uh, a goal of mine that going into this you know academic year and to achieve that was you know pretty cool. Uh, so I think this just the academics off the court and off the field was something that. You know, my parents wanted me to, you know, strive in to, you know, yep. be better every day in it and, uh, to, you know, to be successful in it so far I have. Well, we commend you on both of those. Those are amazing accomplishments, both of them Appreciate that uh, I did not get. So, in my skills. But those things yeah. that you talk about, especially, you know, the 4,000 point uh, squad and everything else, you probably wouldn't have got that if you would have left your school and went to a prep school. You wouldn't have got those accolades um, by leaving. And, and now you have those trophies and you have those accolades and, and we commend you for doing that. Um, lastly, uh, actually I have two questions, but the second to last question, um, are you glad that you stayed? And, and if so, why are you glad? Yeah, for sure. This is definitely, uh, you know, I feel this is the best decision for me. Uh, you know, I wanted to, like I said, help these guys out, help them, you know, win state titles, help, you know, even myself and my family and the community win state titles. And uh, I feel like, especially just leaving for my senior year, it wouldn't make much sense for me. Uh, I feel like I left them, let these guys down. Uh, I got, got a lot of family members here in, you know, Glens Falls who you know, I feel like I would let them down. And, uh, you know, I wanted to be a part of something special. Uh, I knew that the groups in both sports would be pretty good. And uh, I felt that, you know, if I stayed here, we'd have a pretty good opportunity to win state titles. And uh, that's always the ultimate goal of each season. So to know we've got a shot at doing it again, uh, I'm really proud of it. And uh, I think that's the main reason you know, I stayed is just because of how much we've won here and how much I wanted to be a part of it. So if you wouldn't have had the chance to win, would <clears throat> the idea of a prep school academy um, have been more of an option? Um, 
I mean, yeah. I mean, I've talked to uh, – I didn't really talk too much to, to schools this year. Uh, you know, I'm sure if I had been open to it, I would have talked to a few. Uh, but I think just the biggest thing and biggest reason that, you know, I, I stayed uh, was the football thing. Uh, I wanted to play football another year. I loved playing this sport. I grew up playing it, and I had a passion for it. So, I mean, it, if I could have played at a prep school, maybe I would have went. But I think that was the biggest thing is staying home with my school to play football as well as basketball. Cool. Yeah, and uh, did you feel – what age did you kind of feel any pressure uh, or tugging from prep schools or any other? Was there a certain age and then um, they finally yeah, decided? Or? I started playing on the City Rocks UIBO around 15U, 16U is when – you know, everybody started leaving and everybody started, you know, talking and getting recruited by prep schools even and uh, was getting watched at our games. So I think that was the only time that I really felt, uh, you know, it could have been an option, but right. it, I think my heart and my mind the whole time was in Glens Falls. Well, thank you for joining us here. I know you're uh, in the middle of going for a state championship. We appreciate it this morning. You know, you put big numbers up and, and won the game and, and good luck tomorrow. And, and again, thank you for joining us here. All right. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So there you have it. We've now spoken with Joe Davidson and Jordan Divens about the topic that the article touched on about protecting the game and staying home at your high school and playing for a state championship and really the impact that it really does have. We also just got off the phone with Joe Girard, 4,000 point score out of New York, first time in New York history. And we saw that him staying there for all four years gave him the opportunity to not only play football, but win back-to-back state champions there and go for a state championship in basketball with, in his words, no one else he'd rather go to war with than the guys that were on his team. So. You've now seen the perspective from a basketball player that had the opportunity to go maybe on to prep school, the writers that have talked to others that have, and now all you got to do is go to maxpreps.com and read the article and decide for yourself what your opinion is. Hopefully we've given you enough information to, uh, to know where we stand, which is stay at your high school, enjoy the moments, you never get them back. Um, and in the end, it, if you're good, it really doesn't hurt you that bad to just stay where you are. Um, so that does it for me here at MaxPreps.com. I am Chris Stonebreaker, and keep on clicking on to MaxPreps.com, America's source for high school sports.